Hello, welcome to What's the Tea? He's R to the Edgy. And she's Nick Jew. Uh, hit my thing music. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, wait. Okay, wait. I did a different one last week. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shit. This don't make no goddamn, this don't make no goddamn sense. This don't make no goddamn sense. Why the fuck y'all fucking with Nick Jew, bitch? This don't make no <laughs> Uh, do me a favor. Uh, I want to. Never mind. I was gonna try to like sync the recording so we're not off, but I'm not gonna do all that editing right now. So what doesn't make any goddamn sense? I had to uh, get my Keith Lee on, and I'm not gonna say the name of the restaurant because I support black businesses. I'm sorry. Who is Keith Lee? Oh my god, girl! You don't know who Keith Lee is. No, who is that? Okay, so he's super popular. Is he an elected official? Is he what? No, he's super popular on TikTok. Oh, that's where I I can stop. But he's a food reviewer, and he ended up having a collab with, like, Chipotle, um, the Quesadilla. I've definitely heard of Chipotle. I do not know who this man is. I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. (laughs) I don't know who this man is. He could be walking down the street, and I I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. Um, he's a very attractive human. I know he's super young. His story is um, he was an MMA fighter, uh, young, broke, on the brink of give, giving it all up. And then he started doing these TikToks. I know he did a bunch of different kinds of TikToks. And this mm-hmm. is the one that happened to, um, pop, off. to pop off. And he has really bad anxiety. So he has a certain cadence that he uses to keep him focused uh, while he is... TikToking? Yeah. Okay. Let me share my screen. Hopefully, maybe hopefully with sound. Okay, so this is hopefully there was no sound. There was no Keith Lee. It was just going to be us sitting here looking at each other. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. But basically, since Reggie had never heard of Keith Lee, I went over what he does, his general cadence and whatnot. If you haven't heard of Keith Lee, obviously, he's on TikTok and Instagram. So that's his that's his deal. Uh, He's a very religious young man. He has a family. He goes to these spots that are struggling, and once he reviews the food, if it's good, they will have a line down the street for the next several months. He's, like, completely saved businesses, revived people's food trucks. There was a oh, huge... Wow. There was a huge social media, social media dust up when he went to Houston because he was basically, I mean, sorry, Atlanta, because he was calling out these like Instagram famous restaurants for having poor service. And what he does is he'll call his orders in or send one of his family members in to go inside and get the food. He reviews it in the car. So nobody knows it's him. He does not want special treatment. And what happened to him in Atlanta, pretty much at Old Lady Gang and all the other popular spots, he they couldn't get sat. And then when they found out it was him, they were like, oh, no, we'll seat you right away. And he was like, this is exactly what I do not want. I want the experience that everyone else is getting. And, of course, people in Atlanta got tight about it and was saying he was trying to take down black businesses. Ocho Cinco was talking shit about him. And that and that has never really been his deal. Um, but he can, he can, his thing, in my opinion, is he's just a regular person going and having his regular person experiences. And then he gives his review. He, a friend of mine from the internet, Joel, his friend had this restaurant in Houston called The Puttery. It's a dessert spot. And she reached out to him on socials and was like, some days I have two customers the entire day. And oh there was... God. And there was a line down the street for her that people were showing videos of on social media. So he, I think what he's doing is a very good thing. 
Yeah, it's like like food Robin Hooding, right? Kind of. Not right. totally, but yeah. But it could backfire if the food is bad or he doesn't like it, then he don't like it, you know. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I wish y'all could see my hands because I have the Keith Lee steeple yeah. right now. I'm, I'm rate, <laughs> is that what that is? I'm gonna rate my experience. I'm not gonna say the name of the restaurant. Huge red flag what? for me. I'm not saying the name of the restaurant. You can tell uh, me afterwards. I'll tell you after. Okay. Huge, huge red flag for me is any restaurant that asks for a deposit when you make a reservation. Uh, I mean, some places that are like, I've, I've had it happen two times, and both times uh, the food was incredible but like it was like crazy michelin star tasting restaurant like 700 dollar meal and see i would i've been to those type of places and they don't require a paid deposit with a reservation it yeah it depends it is it is weird it is weird though for sure what what was was it proportional or was it like a certain dollar amount down it was 20 dollars per person yes I just pulled my glasses down for those of y'all who can't see. Yeah. Uh, which goes towards your bill, but still. That's, so I asked, that's weird. So I asked on Twitter, like, if you're that popular of a restaurant, why do you need to hold people's money like that? Why don't you just fill the seats? Because clearly, like, it took forever to get a reservation to certain places. You can never get a certain reservation to certain places. I feel like a ton of foot traffic would be coming by. You'll recoup, recoup those things. And the person who I follow who works in the service industry said that that's how they staff the restaurant based off reservation. So fair enough, fair enough. But in my opinion, in my experience, Every time I have dealt with a place that required a deposit, it was ghetto as the fuck the entire experience. Well, also $20 is like such a nominal amount. Like I thought you were going to say like $150 or something, you know, like that. But for three people, that's $60 that the person who made the reservation has to pay for on their car. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's a 90 minute time limit, which is not an odd thing for DC, but it's typically on like unlimited brunches, drinks. Unlimited brunches and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So this was a brunch reservation. They have hookah and a DJ, which again, huge red flags, but I did not choose the place. For me. Right. For me. For me. I did not choose the place. I did not make the reservation. When said reservation was made, I said, I tend to avoid places that require a deposit when you make a reservation but if you okay with paying money if they offer hookah hookah (laughs) and a dj i will say i will say the dj played the jams at a respectable volume level it wasn't until later in the day that we had to start shouting but he started it off you know uh, according to the level of crowd noise and the amount of people you in the restaurant. across the table. You yes. wasn't hollering. Yes, it, it's a small place. So I do understand that you want to keep the, the reservations tight. Our reservation was at 1230. I got there first, which is not common because I typically am on public transportation. But I got yeah, there first. Regularly on time, though. Typically, but like on a Sunday in DC, trying to get anywhere on the Metro, that shit usually shames me by like 15 minutes. Uh, (laughs) The next person came, our final person was late and the parking is a disaster. So I will say at one o'clock, which is a half hour after our reservation, we had all our food and drinks in, everything in, okay? So at 1.55, we still have not received our food. We had our, we got Wait, our appetizers. 55 minutes after you put everything in? So I would say that we put in our, so we put in drink orders for everybody. About 10 minutes later, we put in order for appetizers and like five minutes after that food. So we're looking at about 1.30 at this time where everything is in. We are done ordering shit. We've received our appetizers. It's 1.55. Okay. The manager comes over and he, no, the first the waiter came over and he whispered, he was like, you know, about the 90 minute time limit, we might have to move y'all to the bar for the next reservation. I'm like, okay, whatever. The manager comes over. He real aggressive with the shit. 
well, y'all were late. And what time did y'all? And I was like, first of all, we're having this discussion and our food ain't on the motherfucking table yet. So he was like, well, I, as a courtesy, I'll give y'all until 2.15. Mind you, 20 minutes after this discussion, our food still hadn't come. So you cannot, A, oppose a time limit on the table and B, be slow as the fuck with my food. You have to pick a struggle. And you're going to come over aggressive to, th- to three women? My it's God. very simple. Let's check the board. Listen, the listen, where you, left 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 where you got me fucked up at. So Shout out I'm to like, uh, And so the, another manager comes over, a woman. And How many managers they got? Baby, they need to learn how to manage something. They got better. an angry manager? An angry manager? They needed this. And you know, I'm kind of like a not rock the boat person, especially when it comes to my food and shit. But the other manager comes over and my friend was like, the thing is, we understand like the our last person sat a half hour after our initial reservation. We had drinks and appetizers or, or ordered shortly thereafter. The reason why we did not order food for another five, 10 minutes, because the waiter never came back to get our order. So by the time we had put all of our orders in, y'all had a smooth 30 minutes to get us our food and we would have been cool. But the fact that you came to give us a lecture and the food still had not arrived for another 20 minutes after the fucking lecture you gave us. So that's when I got hot. Cause I'm like, how are you going to make us move? And yo, and the food ain't even here. Right. It'll be real easy for me to move out of the restaurant for no bill. Hello. And yeah, that was the thing. And he didn't even like offer to do anything about it. So the next manager came over and my friend was like, the thing is, we understand the situation. All he had to do was be like, how can I make it right? Because your food is slow. The people next you to know us. You know, you can't say that without. Right. Right. No, no, but no. All he had to do. All he, all he, all he had to do. And that was my thing. Very like, simple. Like, I understand. But this is the thing I don't understand. 90 minutes per party? What if I'm trying to spend big dollars? We having a good time. We you just gonna rush. And so they're saying like, we let you know up front about the 90 minute time limit. Fair. But what you didn't let us know up front is that our food was gonna take for fucking ever. Correct. There's a reasonable expectation that a party of three could complete a meal with drinks, first courses, second courses and desserts within 90 minutes. If However, everyone, if the food comes. If the food comes. We were sitting there with appetizers for a smooth half of our reservation. No, it's a chop for me. So then they move us to the bar and she was like, I'll take the food over. If you guys could just grab your drinks or whatever. And my friend was again like, well, what she said, well, what can we do to make it right? And um, she was like, well, maybe our second, because they didn't even do bottomless mimosas. It was like, a bottle and some juice. And she was like, well, maybe this second set of mimosas should be on y'all. And the lady manager was like, you know what? That's fair. We'll take care of it. And then they started buying us drinks and shots and shit. And we was turned up and everybody was drunk and like, it was fine. But the way that they went up that we got to that. Oh, I wasn't fucking with it. Okay. That's fair. And the food was good. Uh, I have no complaints about the food, but I was so turned off that I didn't even want to eat. Like, I took two bites out of my food and I was so fucking irritated that I was like, I don't even want this. Like, I want you to bring me a box and I want to fucking go home. And my friends were like, no, let's drink. Let's have a good time. I'm like, I can't really drink because I haven't eaten anything. I've had like a a deviled egg. In the middle of Poughkeepsie. Yeah, but I'm not trying to be throwing up and shit. Like, I had not eaten since nine o'clock in the morning and this is like oh. two two thirty and we've had a pitcher of mimosas <laughs> like i was ready to go but i would i would not i might give them one more chance because the food was good but i'm not making a reservation i'm gonna come and sit at the bar because you're not getting twenty dollars from me to say well, like is there a time limit if you sit at the bar or like right. is that only i don't understand And they were like, well, you know, the restaurant is small. We only have but so much tables. What they got to do with the price of tea in China, baby? What it got to do with me is what I want to know. And we're already paying the black tax. The food is hella expensive. It's like $52 for some crab legs. 
And I understand the black tax now. I have a, I have a better idea of the black tax because some, these local black owned restaurants that are not chains, they do not usually typically link up with these distributing companies. So they have to buy their food, you know, like everybody else has to buy their food. Whereas mm-hmm. these other major restaurants, they're cutting deals. They have cheaper food, you know, so I get it. There's already a black tax, but like, I don't know. I just didn't like the way. And so she was like, he from New Jersey. And we all collectively were like, oh, <laughs> like that's why he came off wild aggressive. Not like that yeah. everyone from New Jersey is aggressive. Yeah. It was just like his mannerism and the way he was talking to us. Like, we didn't even do anything. Like, my waiter just came over and told me, and I was about to tell the girls, like, I think they're going to move us to the bar because they need the table, which I think is tacky as fuck. It's very tacky. Like, I've been a couple times at restaurants um, where I've, like, come up as, as a walk-in and been like, hey, do you have a table? And people have been like, yes, but I have a reservation at 7.30. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. No problem. I'll get out of here. We have we have entered into an agreement at the at same the point. We're in alignment about how long you need to reset the table. But what you're going to do is run me my motherfucking food, if that's the case. Because right. like I'm not about to be sitting somewhere and you need the table at 7.30 and I sit down at 6 and it's like 6.50 and I haven't seen a crumb. Thank you. Because then we don't have a, a we have a fucking motherfucking problem. And and the whole time we took we were taking accountability. We understand our last person didn't get here until one, like five to one. But as soon as she sat down, the waiter came over and took her drink order. Not as soon as he brought the drinks over, we put in appetizers. And then when he came back, we put in food. So food was ordered before you did, you did not delay no, before one thirty, everything was in. Like well before one thirty, like one fifteen, I would say all our order was in. That's crazy. That's okay. And even and even that was pushing it for us to be done by two o'clock. All he yeah. had to do was, we're firing up the food, but we're gonna need the table. 2.15, I could push it to that because we can't have people sitting outside. But just the way he came over and was like, you're going to have to. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to have to do anything, my guy. <laughs> That's well, what we I, my, I don't, I have lost the plot with people, like, not being interested in approaching things from a solution-oriented, like, let's, let's actually, let's jump past the problem and find the solution, knowing that, like, continuing the problem isn't going to help anybody. Mm-hmm. Let's find a solution. And can we agree on the solution together? Right. Great. Thank you so much. Have a great time. See you again. Because while we were yet waiting on our food, there were seats open that had just opened up at the bar. He could have just moved us to those seats. And when our food came out, we would have already been sitting at the bar waiting for the food. Hey. Hey, y'all. Thank y'all so much for waiting. I know there's some delay in the kitchen. It's a busy day. We need the table at two at at, at two fifteen. Can we move? There's three seats together at the bar. We'd love we to move, move you to the, yeah. and comp you a round of drinks for the inconvenience. Thank you so much. Right, and honestly, if they had approached us like that, they wouldn't have even needed to comp us a round of drinks. It, you know, we were we were holding ourselves accountable. We our last person got here a half hour after our fucking reservation. But y'all also like were were you drinking before the person got there? Absolutely. I ordered a drink yeah, as soon as matter. I sat down. You're spending yeah. money. Who cares? Yeah. That's what I that's what I didn't understand. Is like, how do you make people get up after 90 minutes like that are spending money? Because you booked your restaurant so tight. Right. Also, like if people are drunk, like the relationship right. <laughs> time passing is very different. And it's a lit brunch. We got hookah right i was like it's motherfuckers smoking uh recreational tobacco like it's, yeah, it's not a white napkin situation we we in there we getting crunk it's all like it's one of them tables with the chest clock on it that's like right right anyway what's the tea i'm so mad um so i obviously have been catching up on naked attraction 
Oh, honey. Why they start adding gimmicks? Yeah, I didn't really understand that either. Like, right around season four, they were like, okay, now drive a car. Uh, put some whipped cream and I'm gonna come and lick it. Like, don't lick me, please. <laughs> please don't lick me. Also, the game is called Make an Attraction. Why am I putting on a damn cowboy outfit? Right. I don't understand. Here's a piece of paper. Make a dress. Like, girl, this is not the unconventional materials challenge. And old girl started saying sachet away in season five. And I was like, we <laughs> call Charles coming after that ass, girl. My favorite thing is when she will like low key shade the fuck out of somebody. Like, now take your your kitten heels and pop off. <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> I can't. Would you? I think I asked you this. Would you ever go on that show? And like, I mean, obviously it's America, so yeah. of course not. But like, if you were, if like Nick Jew in Britain, would no. you? Why? Because I have to go to work. All my coworkers have All seen. People have to go to work. Would well, they better than me? Because I'm definitely not coming to the job on Monday after my episode air, and the entire office knows what my fanny looks like. ain't no way ain't no way my mama's yet living child no absolutely not (laughs) no okay Okay. would you hell motherfucking no (laughs) and also i'm too particular and they would put people there and i would have to be like "Mm, mm, mm, no what do you mean like, I like what I like and who I yeah. like. And I'm not a person who chooses people based off of what they look like. So for me, it's like putting the cart before the horse. Like, I fall for a person, for their personality. And then the physical stuff is like gravy, in my opinion. It's so interesting. I There were a couple episodes, particularly with like um, bi and pansexual people, like mm-hmm. pickers, mm-hmm. where they were like, this is actually kind of not my process. Yeah. Like, I'm usually emotional connection first and the, like, physical is secondary. Mm-hmm. And then on the dates, you can tell the dates are, like, Mm-hmm. Because you have nothing in common other than you, like, liked their titties. Right, right, right. And also, they be putting, like, one Black person. I'm like, how am I supposed to... One. I, I can't I can't work with this. And, and a couple of times there have been black pickers and I'm Who like, let the black person go? <laughs> like immediately. But I do find that there are a lot of times that like non-black people will let will keep the black people until very because, like a couple of times they've like gone on dates with the black people. Because they don't want to be racist. They this is the process. They're like, do well, I you think they're 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 thinking that that like yes. deeper about it? <laughs> Yes. You can always tell what somebody's wrestling with. And it's typically a male picker. And he's playing this this dance. Do I want to appear fat phobic or do I want to appear racist? And racism always wins. They will definitely get rid of the black person before the big person. Or if there are two big people, they will like get rid of somebody else and then get the big people up yes. out of there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the big person is always facially the most attractive. Always. It has not failed that they've, and they'll have like the best titties and like, like it has not failed. Not one single episode that they didn't raise the thing up and the person be like, damn. Right. Right. And the host will really like with the crazy titty tattoos got every hole in their frog. (laughs) Yeah. And the host be rubbing it into like, oh, a lovely girl. Like, damn, you fucked up. Because you don't like a little fupa. That's your bad. That's your bad. That's on you. Also, the penis sizes. Can we discuss the penis sizes? Because I've been having conversations about penis um, sizes. Straight men in T-Town. Just gone ahead and skip forward. <laughs> like, probably like 30 minutes. I'm going to be talking about dicks for a minute. Go ahead. I think, that I think that it's a perspective thing, but what somebody, somebody, I'm not going to say her name. I've been teasing her and calling her a size queen because she said the dicks are small. 
I'm gonna have to. You're gonna have to put that in the chat. Uh, I don't think the dicks are small. I think we're lacking perspective. I think some of the penises are smaller. Yeah, granted, they be little, but for the most part, I think compared to how large a man's thigh is, if his penis is coming down halfway down the thigh, that's a sizable amount of meat. <laughs> oh, let me write that down. <laughs> uh, I about to slide out of this motherfucking thing. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel like maybe I've seen more in the wild than you have. I don't. I think that's maybe true. I would say so. I think that's. I was like, no, that's that's true. I'm. I, was, I mean, I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be looking at well, dick. But now, like, I've not seen a great deal of penis in person. I I feel like most of them fall within the, like, an acceptable sample size of what is, like, uh, serviceable to formidable. What, what is that in inches? I think serviceable, well, it is a calculus about, like, length plus girth equals... Correct. Correct. I think, like... Uh, I'm not very good with like girth numbers. Mind I can you, only do, I can only do this. Right. Mind you, we are looking at flaccid penis. Correct, but sometimes it could tell you a, a little bit. Like even even the growers, it ain't it ain't doing Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. And there are a lot of uncircumcised penises. And what the host no, was saying is, what the host is saying is the amount of turtleneck means that that's what they gonna grow into. True. I don't have any experience with the uncut. I have taken a trip to Europe once. Okay. Okay. Did they grow into the whole turtleneck or do it still be loose skin? It is some, some. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I I have yet to experience a sort of uh, preheated turtleneck okay. that, that doesn't go below the chin. Okay. 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 So like some, at least some part of the like crown to ear is is out of the is out of the turtleneck. Right. I I feel like I've only seen a handful of like micro penises, maybe like three for the entire you know six seasons I've been watching. Anything smaller than like five inches? I was gonna say five. Yeah, it's tiny five, to me. Five, five to like Sorry. seven is like serviceable. Yeah, like boyfriend dick, they call it. Like a penis oh. that you could comfortably sit on. That number's a little higher for me. Sure, for, for me. me. Uh, that you could comfortably sit on multiple times a week. I was going to say a day, but sure. Sure. Uh-huh. Five to seven inches, which is also, Five to seven. yeah, uh, slightly above average. Yeah, of course. But I would say seven, seven to nine is formidable. Yeah, and then anything above nine is you got a dick. You got a dick. <laughs> and I, I haven't seen anybody with like a like D I Q U E. It was a, a a young black man. He was swinging dangling. Everyone was Most like, goddamn. Like, the big ones feel on the like upper end of formidable. Which yeah. is like great, you know. Take some time in prayer, your prayer closet before you go, but you could probably right. do it a couple times a week. No, it's been two gigantic dicks on there. <laughs> but like, mo- but I also feel really. I love that. I actually think the like secret subversive goal of the show is to humiliate men. Because, <laughs> because like, the way the men be coming out of the little box after they get rejected with their little dick between their legs, just, just swinging. <laughs> and now, because like we're in the, I think you've gotten to like the post-COVID seasons, they yes. can't touch each other at all. So even when they oh, choose, that's why they don't hug. Yeah. So when they oh, choose their first thing, the cringy. No, it's it's COVID. They can't. They've all got to stay. A they certain have to stand in the whole thing yeah. and walk yeah. through. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I I have a concern for the lack of ass. No one I has mean, an ass over the, there. It's the, UK, it's the UK. They don't. And they will have some black man on there who is like, I'm an I'm an ass man. I love a bum. And all five of the women are white, and none of them have more than a quarter teaspoon of ass. Also, did they, was there like a trading embargo on lotion? I've seen way too many ashy elbows on diaspora men to be like, sir. And why can't anyone dress over there? What is this off the shoulder shit? Everybody got a damn off the shoulder. The cold, the cold shoulder was having a moment in America a handful of years ago. So, yes. I know y'all are sick of us talking about this goddamn show, but you need to watch it. I was talking about it to people at work. And I, we were drinking at work because we do that sometimes at my company. It was mm-hmm. like a work. It was like a work sponsored event. It's not like we were just in the kitchen fucking sneaking. I mean, hey, listen. right, <laughs> right. Uh, and I was talking to the about this show, and I was like, "Oh God, this is so inappropriate." And so then the next day, one of the people I was talking to messaged me on Teams, like, "Okay, I watched the show. I'm fascinated." So like, watch the motherfucking show. It's on Max. If you don't have Max, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh-oh. Um what what else are you watching? Uh Survivor? Okay. Let me tell you. So I came back to watch Survivor for season 40 just because I was like, "Oh shit." I'm sorry, you said 40? Four fucking zero. And it's on 45 right now. So 5 seasons ago I came back after revisiting the first probably two or three seasons during the early part of the pandemic, um, the game hasn't changed much. They definitely have more like advantages and idols and games within the game and shit like that. But it's the same basic premise. So season 45, what I do enjoy is that they stopped doing that bullshit of like, we're going to divide the tribes by race or age or whatever. Like, please cut that the fuck out. I'm glad they're not doing that. Yeah. For a time they, for a time they were having like, they had one season where they divided the tribes by race and it was brown versus waterboard. Jesus. It was three, three tribes. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, so this season has been really great. And the best part is somebody finally made a move that is going to change the course of the game in a great way. So they have been blindsiding people like the goopery and the gaggery of these blindsides have been incredible and i'm loving that the people on the jury are fully like oh shit like they're their way into it um and so this one lady from early on I, every time i watch the damn show i'm like if y'all don't get this bitch out of here she gonna fuck around and win and somebody finally was like oh we finna get this bitch out of here so it's, it's okay. very very fun I am watching, um, the only Housewives I'm watching is Potomac. Okay. Oh, no. Also Beverly Hills. Name them. Name them. Name them. Name them. Name them. What is NECA's problem? Okay, I don't, maybe it's because I really don't like Wendy, like, a lot. I don't You really do not like Wendy. <laughs> like a lot. Um, so I don't really see the issue that everyone has with NECA. I just, I feel like, I think Name she's. Them. A, Name them. Name them. <laughs> I think she's a pretty girl. I don't understand the whole, like, trying to start rumors about you know, Wendy's family and, like, does her mom pray to demons and shit? Like, that doesn't have any, like, I just But her mama wished hellfire and damnation against Mia via text, so you think the shit that Neck is saying is outside of the scope of the shit that Wendy mama did? I'm just saying, that has nothing to do, like, you can't make that your whole storyline for the entire season, Boo Bear. But, But we don't know what's on the editing room floor. I just, I, I'm just like. Well, what is Wendy's storyline? She born in a motherfucker. What she got? Besides this. Starting her new podcast. What? Child cheese. 
Yawning news. <laughs> I I find that the like the best collection of people. Like I think I'm excited by those humans minus Robin and Giselle. Um, Yawn but I, snooze. But I think it is the snooziest fucking franchise. Like there's nothing going on for any of these women at all. You know even what I think? Like I think that like that. even what Salt, Salt Lake, Lake City. City. I'm not more. watching Salt Lake City. I can't handle some of the faces on Miami. No. Um, Beverly Hills, bitch. Beverly Hills. Sure. Beverly Hills is giving what needs to be gave. Also, what a thrill. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Kyle Richards. You think that we (laughs) forgot, baby? We haven't forgotten. How the fuck you gonna act all shocked and appalled, calling Sutton violent and aggressive? Bitch, you jumped across a limousine with your panty out trying to jump on your motherfucking sister. Do you think we forgot? She tried to beat Kim up in the limousine with Adrian. Oh my god. Her whole panty was showing. That's Kyle, don't do that. She is not a baddie, but she is shaking her panties. She's showing her panty. And also, if you gay, just say that. Because I understand. Look at Morgan. She fine as hell. Be who you want to be. Love, love who you want to love. How you going to tattoo your initial on the lady leg talking about y'all don't go together? Y'all go together real bad. Y'all be on the phone every day. Because you know whose initials I don't have tattooed on my leg? Mine. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Nobody. Y'all go together real bad, Kyle. That's crazy. And also, the morally corrupt Faye Resnick (laughs) made an appearance. But they showed that flashback of the psychic lady telling Kyle Mauricio was, baby, get that lady a raise. She may not come when you want her, but But she she would be there right on time. Listen, on time. Uh, And Erica. Oh, is she still singing? She she said she wanted to get back on stage. Like at a, a gentleman's club? She was a resident in Las Vegas. Residency in Las Vegas. Right. You know what? Let me not knock that lady hustle. Good for her. Uh, and the extra cast member this season, Ozempic. <laughs> take me to <laughs> She's talking about she didn't take Ozempic. Erica, girl, bad. Everybody is taking that damn diabetes medication. Look at Oprah. She look good as hell. You think Oprah on the zippy? Girl, it's a pig's pussy pork. If anybody deserves the Ozempic, it is Oprah Winfrey, baby. No. You don't think Oprah and Ava DuVernay and Kelly Clarkson not all on the zippy? <laughs> no, I'm not mad at it for those women who have been struggling with their weight for their entire career. Like, I'm not mad at it for them, but like Sharon Osbourne, girl, what was you trying to lose? The last video since. <laughs> also, bitch, get on Wagovi because that one is made specifically for weight loss. Why are y'all taking the medication from the diabetic people? Why? Well, that's just like the white ladies buying that hair oil in Target for for the black people. That meal or whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm just speculating here. I know for sure Sharon Osbourne and Kelly Clarkson are on the Zimpy. We don't know for sure that Oprah is. Whatever Maybe she don't Kelly Clarkson on the Zimp. She don't need it. Kelly Clarkson has struggled with her weight since American Idol. And people she always talk thin. shit about her when she thick or when she on a thick well, side. It's the scrutiny yeah. of the business. And she's on that talk show every day. Sure. I don't blame her. But Erica, Jane, girl, you didn't need that. 
she talking about I just stopped eating because I'm depressed and poor. Okay, girl. Because you're too. poor. Well, she don't have no money now. She don't. She can't afford a housekeeper no more. Is she not getting paid for the TV show? They they act like we don't know that. That's I'm what's the part that insulting to my intelligence. Like y'all gonna look at my face and call me stupid? Like I know they're making at least like six figures an episode, most of them. Yeah, they have. I mean, especially the people who have been there for multiple seasons. I'm. I mean. The real rumor is um, somebody might be coming back to Atlanta. Nene Leaks. Let me tell you, I do not like the mixed race casting, but I would be very interested to see what Cynthia Bailey is like with these Beverly Hills women. That was cute. Wait, is she in LA now? Well, she was at the uh, at Kyle's marijuana dinner. Oh, I mean, I think Cynthia is beautiful. I love Cynthia. And very boring. But I mean, welcome to every cast ever now. I think she's a lovely supporting character. Yeah. Hand her a diamond or whatever. She better than Crystal. What Crystal got? I mean, sure. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Uh, Okay. So we, I... Wasn't with her husband. At least there was like restaurant shit. There was like business and stuff. Sure. I just don't think that there's anything wrong with being boring. What I'm missing from Potomac, where is the money? I'm supposed to be envious of you. Why do you live in a house that I could possibly afford? They go to restaurants that I like. I was like, oh, I know where that is. Girl, like you, I'm not saying that like, no, I want to see a disgusting amount of wealth. That's what I'm saying. I want to look at the, and like when they clock somebody's handbag and they're like $147,000 for this Birkin that Kyle is carrying. That's the shit that I want to see. That's what I want to see. This is what I want to see. I don't want to see you living in a house in Silver Spring, Jaleel. Where is the wealth? She's she's uh, giving uh, financially sustainable <laughs> housewives. Like, Ashley, I know that penthouse that her and Michael used to live in cost a little bit of coin because it was in Arlington right over the river. I'm sure that motherfucker cost about, you know, two, three million. But, sure. but that's about it. Like, no shade. I know people who live where Candace live. My friends. Live where Candace live. It's yeah. cashy. It's cashy, but it's not. It's not Beverly. Well. Hills. It's not Beverly Hills money. Sure, sure. sure. I want to see money. Why am I watching the show if not to be extremely jealous of your life? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm in it for. Um. Well, then I guess you'll be watching the Golden Globes. The thing about that is I really haven't watched anything this year and everything that they were announcing, I was like, I don't even know what the fuck this is. So maybe we'll come back and talk about it after the show airs. But as of now, I really have nothing to say. (laughs) You said, I don't know what the fuck any of this shit is. And some of the shit that was nominated, I was like, okay, girl, like some of them stand-up specials, like... So we just put in anything. Everybody who grabbed a mic and was on the camera got one, I guess. I do not like to quote this this lady, but I'm not even going to name her, but famous RuPaul's Drag Race alum. Oh, well, there's room for everybody. Let's just say that. Right. But not certain people? I don't know. Don't piss me um, off. I just didn't watch a lot of things. I that That was the takeaway from... Do you want to go over any of the nominees? I looked real quick and was like, I haven't seen Barbie. I haven't seen Oppenheimer. They're leading noms. Are you watching Color Purple? Of course. Um, have you seen Rustin? Not yet. Well, which shock was is shocking to me because the song nomination is by your very favorite, Leonard Kravitz. I know. I know. He's got uh, another song. He put out a little video. I said, oh, are we naked? Are we naked, Leonard? I mean, you know he's he got a um he got an allergy to clothes. I love it for us, for all of us. Yeah, um, I don't, I'm just like 
Okay. <laughs> I didn't really see a lot of the, this was my issue with Barbie. You've made 37 kajillion dollars. Put this motherfucker on digital. It should have been on digital months ago. You're, you're not, are you, you're fine going back to the theaters like full time. I mean, I mean, I went to see Renaissance before mm-hmm. that. The last movie I saw in the theater was probably, so I think I saw something after Little Mermaid. I, I saw Cocaine Bear and Little Mermaid. Oh my God. I forgot I about that movie. I know. Uh, but I'm not going as often as I used to. Like, I haven't seen a Marvel movie in the theater since probably Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go, seen, but the thrill is gone for me. I haven't seen Barbie or Oppenheimer. I saw that Wes Anderson movie, Asteroid City. I saw the Mission Impossible movie. I saw Cocaine Bear. I saw The Killer, which is on Netflix and is fucking excellent. Okay. Um, I will definitely see Color Purple. Yeah. And probably Wonka as well. I'm kind of excited about Wonka, actually. Uh, Timothy Elephant. Timothy. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I feel like that's my little friend ever since I met him at that party. Where he was drunk eating all them people cheese. Eating cheese. Eating that cheese. (laughs) (laughs) He was so excited. I feel like he's doing great. He's little. It don't take much for him to get overserved. Right. Well, he's tall, but he's very thin. Yeah. No, I I I think that uh, it's just not really my thing anymore. So that's fair. That's fair. I mean, the whole, the, the movie going experience is like very different post COVID than it was before. Yeah, because I'm typically still in a mask when I go. So that's not great. I'm also like, oh, please don't cancel me, but I'm not Too the late. biggest fan of, right? I'm not the biggest fan of Emma Stone and that movie that everybody's like, she's gonna. Just take everything at award season. The previews, I'm just like, this looks very dumb. Well, there was someone, I I mean, I haven't seen it, so I can't, like, I'm not going to live and die by this, but they're basically like, it's like a Frankenstein, but she's got the mind of a baby and she's like fucking people. Yeah. I was like, that feels weird, but. I just don't love her as an actress. She has this affectation that she does that. It burns my biscuits. I did go up for Easy A. That was my That's fucking like first and last for me with her. That was my fucking movie. Yeah. Um, also, oh, I saw um, No Hard Feelings, which is <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence is like crazy ass. Oh, isn't that on Netflix? Comedy. Yeah, I, it must be. She got her whole. <laughs> She another one that I don't really I feel like she does the same thing in every movie like she's very good in this movie. I will yeah. I will I will say that. Good um, for her. Good for her. Uh anyway, we I went begging on Rod and Karen's show for people to send us music and someone oh actually my sent God. us music. And did the people answer? At this point, you would generally be hearing some music, except that we tested it, it worked, and then it didn't work. So there won't be any music here, unfortunately. I mean, four, four bangers. Hit that stick like grits. It's going to be a difficult decision, but I, I love them all. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if anyone else wants to send us music, we will find a place to put it. It's a show. We love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, we can make a we can make a theme song for this. Don't make no goddamn sense since everything pisses us off all the fucking time. Right. We could put music on the Patreon stuff because we just be like, bye at the end of it. Like, we I love really it. do. I love it. Um, speaking of Patreon, we did talk about the Renaissance film over there for our long suffering five dollars subscribers. Run a purr, run a purr, run a purr. <laughs> this is what I want to see. All right. Uh, anything else? Um, I feel like a Grinch these days, but let me tell you, Brandy put out a Christmas album. I'm not buying no tree. 
I'm not decorating no shit. I'm not putting up no lights. But uh, those those little songs get me in a little Christmas spirit. Wait, but did you watch her little movie on Netflix? Um, I'm saving that. That feels like capital C Christmas. I can't do that until until at least the 17th. It was super cute. That does not surprise me. As is the family switch. What's that? That's Jennifer Garner. And it's basically oh, one of those Jennifer like mm-hmm. it's one of them like a uh, Freaky Friday body swap movies with a Christmas theme. Oh, with the kids and the kids is like, oh, I'm about to ask old girl out and I'm not, don't, I didn't want to kiss her. Okay, yeah, okay. It's cute. I re- highly recommend. Okay. okay. Um, hey, boo. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't understand. There's a sport called basketball. I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. Well, yeah, you don't know. I don't know her. I've never... Never heard of her before in my fucking life. How about that? Fantastic. Uh, but a previous uh, Hey Boo awardee, not skeet based, because I know he's very young, but he is super cute. Shohei Otani just oh, signed okay. with the Dodgers. Sorry, almost threw it. With the Dodgers. <laughs> first. $700 million over 10 years. However, today, yeah, he's going to defer $68 million a year. Yeah. So uh, this article is from The Athletic uh, by Fabian Ardaya. Sorry if I said that wrong. Shohei Otani's record-setting 10-year $700 million deal includes a series of unprecedented deferrals. A person briefed on the terms told the Athletic, sorry, the Athletic is where this article is from, on Monday. In an effort to enable the Los Angeles Dodgers to continue spending around stars, Otani, Mookie Betts, and Freddie Freeman, Otani offered to defer all but $2 million of his annual salary, $68 million of his $70 million per year until after the completion of the contract. The deferred money is to be paid out without interest from 2034 to 2043. Now, listen, somebody paid me $2 million a year. I ain't mad at it, but I'm not a baseball player. That money supposed to be long. Yeah, yeah. The baseball money is very long. But they said that he uh, suggested the deferrals, which I understand that to be like, I'm going to just live off of all this motherfucking money for like a decade, $68 million a year for 10 years in 2034. Baby, tomorrow not promise. Give me my motherfucking money. (laughs) I mean... For $2 million a year, tomorrow might not be promised, but it might be like on a soft guarantee. Listen, I would take the $2 million a year, but if y'all gave me $700 million, I would like to see at least half of that a year. Maybe, yeah, I'm sure I am certain that there is some sort of like back end equity deal or something to make that 680 You know, yeah. that's more than half a billion dollars. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hey, boo. Great, great, great contract. <laughs> good, good job. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Lakers did a thing. And oh, so uh, now you're a Laker fan. Okay. What we're not going to do because you sound like someone from Detroit and I'm not, or sorry, from the greater Detroit metro I area. Say, I, don't, I don't, I know you're not talking about Thomas. <laughs> I am speaking about somebody from the greater Detroit metro area um, questioning the selectivity of my fandom of my first favorite sports team. Um, They did a thing and good for them. Hey, hey, boo. Because clearly the other basketball team that I like can't they're not doing anything they're not doing anything they don't want to even yeah, play basketball yeah yeah they're yeah. busy fighting 
Who child? Uh, meanwhile, on Instagram, <gasps> we're back. I was sent by my internet best friend T. This lady making a bath, and it has cranberry juice. Uh, motherfucking actual cranberries, orange slices. Okay. Um, no, not okay. In the den- it looked like blood, first of all. Yeah. Um, it looks, whatever this is, it looks like blood. It's probably cranberry juice. But when she poured it in the water, it looked like a murder. Orange slices, oh, yeah. cinnamon sticks, a bath bomb, sugared. She's trying to ball her pussy? Listen, sugared cranberries. Uh, and these are the comments. Have a very merry UTI. (laughs) I know a witch trying to cook me when I see one. I will not be entering your marinade. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Empties diva cup. Because that's exactly what that shit looked like. She poured some period blood and some water. Add more cranberries. I want to feel like I'm in a, the ocean spray bog. <laughs> <laughs> Bathing in sangria is a is next level alcoholism. Okay. The tub is gonna look like Tupperware after spaghetti. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This was all unhinged, but the single lonely piece of chocolate just took it over the top. Mm-mm. Step one, pour in the blood of your enemies. Okay. Did she throw a whole mozzarella ball in there? (laughs) It was a bath bomb, but it did look like a ball of cheese. (laughs) Blood bath to chocolate ratio is disappointing here. She said, you're asking an awful lot of that crisp white towel. (laughs) Tell me how to prepare a body for holiday sacrifice without telling me how to prepare a body for holiday sacrifice. Okay. Can I make this bath without the mozzarella ball? I have a dairy sensitivity. (laughs) Absolutely not. This is the Mary yeast infection simmer pot bath. This right here, this right here. We yeast you a Mary. Mary Simmerman? No, simmer pot. I'm. This is the Mary Yeast Infection Simmer Pot Bath. Have you heard of a Simmer Pot? No, I thought they were making a playoff of Mary Zimmerman, and I oh, was about no. to be done. When you there, you put a bunch of like smelly goods in a pot on the stove, and it makes your house smell good. People do oh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeast you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> a Merry Yeastmas. If y'all need a refill on your sangria, the bathroom is down the hall and to the left. The Christmas bath isn't real and it can't hurt me. That's like the people who um, be cooking the greens in the bathtub, but it right. was like, we're not, we not eating by your house. <laughs> All that extra shit in the water and one little ass piece of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Baby girl, you're pH. <laughs> it's not enough to simply drink the mulled wine. One must become the mold wine. I know that's right. This is the stupidest fucking shit I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> By the amount of cinnamon sticks you put in, I could tell we're not in the same tax bracket. <laughs> Here's how to make a relaxing Christmas bath. Fills the tub with blood. Merry period bath to us all and a blessed UTI free new year what in the mold wee wee is going on here (laughs) somebody said I wonder if it's going to stay in the tub the creator responded I did it last year and it cleaned up fine Mm -mm. It's a magical Santa murder, and I want to help you hide the crime in exchange for the experience of that magical ambiance. <laughs> Just marinating. 
<laughs> Not on my privates with that wine. <laughs> that looks like an infection waiting to happen. Okay. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's not just the wine that's fermented this Christmas. <laughs> 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 oh my god! She said, "Reminds me of when I had fibroids, girl." Same. <laughs> Absolutely not. Girl, it's called jungle juice. You get it at frat houses. Now she just needs to be put into the oven at 375 for 35 minutes until the edges are golden brown. Okay, here we go. Y'all want to season your bath, but not your food. Baby girl. I'm so confused. Are we bathing in mold wine? Are we being mold? Are we mulling it over? What is happening here? You're a human sangria cocktail. <laughs> oh, meanwhile on Instagram. Yippee-ki-yo, yippee That is, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. And also, like, Y'all don't even really be washing your legs that good. Why y'all? Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm about to send it to this you. This feels like pushing outside of your weight class, honestly. <laughs> I'm going to have to send it to you because this shit looks like she's making fucking jungle juice. Oh. What is... When she pours that in, in, bruh. This is traumatizing. I sent you something <laughs> else. Uh, yeah, the sugar, the cramp, the the bath is lo- the bath looks lovely, but I wouldn't get in the motherfucker. But yeah, sure. Why are you putting oranges in your body? I'm confused. It's enough for me. A uh, uh, nar. Anyway. Uh, thank you all for listening. <laughs> Wait, are we are we debuting our new? Yeah, you want to go? Um. Oh shit. Uh, uh. You could get a good. You could get a good bitch down, but you won't stay there. I don't remember. <laughs> you can keep a good bitch down. You can keep a good bitch down. You can't. You can't. Damn, I fucked it up. You, I was like, what is it? That's not it. You can't keep a good bitch down. Not for long. Amen. One more time. We don't, we don't work on it. Yeah. One more time. You can't keep a good bitch down. Not for long. Bye. Bye.